this episode we're going to talk about walking difficulties and leg swellings. Um, we're not going to talk about DVTs because that's been done, and we're not going to talk about ischemic problems because that's in the next one. Uh, red flags in walking difficulties would include fever, recent infection, unexplained weight loss, peripheral neuroscience and symptoms, history of trauma or polyarthritis. Serious disorders not to be missed in toddlers would be DDH, child abuse and septic arthritis. In four to eight is perthes, transient synovitis. Adolescence is Sufi, avulsion injuries, osteochondritis dissecan and Duchenne's. So it's important to remember the time frames for the difference between Perthes, transient synovitis, and Sufi. So Perthes you can, can think of as Berthes, so it's early. <coughs> Sufi is having your, um, your fat prepubescent kid. Investigations you would think about would be full blood count, ESR, blood culture, joint aspiration, bone scan, x-ray, with x-ray on there, CT or MRI scan. So we're just going to talk about osteomyelitis and Paget's. So features of history in osteomyelitis, acute febrile illness, metaphysical tenderness, investigations in osteomyelitis would be full blood count, ESR, blood culture, plain x-ray or a nuclear scan can see changes before um, x-ray does. Background of Paget's would be, so that's, and then you refer that. Um, management would be admitting to hospital at an IV line and IV antibiotics to cover. Empirical therapy would be Diclox, 50 mg per keg up to 2 grams, IV, QID. You would just adjust that according to culture and sensitivity results. In terms of Paget's disease, the background of Paget's is to have a high amount of bone turnover with soft bone replacing the hard bone secondary to a virus. Features of history in Paget's would be deep aching pain in the lower back and lower limbs, disturbance of gait from an unequal leg length, having osteoarthritis, male to female as a 2 to 1 ratio, having joint pain and stiffness, bone pain, deformity, headache, deafness, deafness hats don't fit, having a bowing of the tibia and a waddling gait. Investigations in Paget's include 95% are discovered by a raised ALP, and the ALP is often over 1,000. If your ALP is over 125, that's active disease, and calcium and phosphate are often normal. Treatment of Paget's includes pain relief, alendronate 40 megs daily for 6 months, resedronate 30 megs daily for 20 months or 2 months, and zoledronic acid 5 megs IV once yearly. Might be weekly, those bisphosphonates. Physiological causes of swollen legs can include prolonged standing or walking, prolonged sitting, pregnancy, hot weather, mechanical factors. Local causes of swollen legs can include allergies, arthritis, infection, trauma, thrombophlebitis, DVT, varicose veins, and lymphedema. Generalized disease causing swollen legs would include CCF nephrotic syndrome, cirrhosis, hypothyroidism and Cushing's. 
Disorders not to be missed in swollen legs would include DVT, thrombophlebitis, or obstruction from pelvic cancer. And drugs causing swollen legs would include NSAIDs, antihypertensives, corticosteroids, glitazones, and estrogens. If you have calf swelling of sudden onset, causes to consider would be acute arterial occlusion, ruptured Baker's cyst, ruptured head of medial gastroc, DVT, cellulitis erysipelas, or compartment syndrome. Uh, limps in children have been discussed in a previous podcast. Uh, it's worth considering as a sep- separate kind of issue. Types of gait disorders are a cerebellar or ataxic gait. It's a broad-based, unsteady gait. The Parkinson-type gait was shuffling, festinating gait. Mm, spastic gait is a typical bilateral paraplegic gait. Uh, you need to get slow, jerking, walking, dragging of the feet and scraping the toes. Foot drop gait, when you can't dorsiflex a foot and you get a high stepping gait. Vestibular gait, if you're unilateral, you'll veer off to the side of the lesion. Apraxic gait, the prefrontal lobe lesion, and then you've got a failure to control the legs. Patient stands up and tries to walk but looks with bewilderment. Apraxia is caused by bilateral cortical involvement, such as normal pressure hydrocephalus, multi infarct states, and tumors of the corpus callosum. Neurogenic claudication is when you get pain after walking a certain distance, but you get weakness and numbness first, as opposed to ischemic pain where you get reproducible pain after a certain distance.